One of the great things about Seinfeld... What was I saying? Uh, one of the great things about Jerry Seinfeld, and by extension, I suppose, Larry David, or perhaps it's Larry David, and by extension, I suppose, Jerry Seinfeld, I don't know which way that works, was, is the idea that you could build, in their case, comedy around essentially nothing. I mean, that was the, of course, the idea of the Seinfeld show, it was about nothing. And one could argue that Curb Your Enthusiasm is also about nothing. It's just trivial stuff on the surface. But of course, that's most of real life. Nothing. And while I I didn't always like Seinfeld, the show, and Curb has had its up and down moments, I do appreciate that ethos, that the subject itself doesn't have to be important. It's, of course, what you do with it. That has been a central theme musically for me that you could take of my whole life you could take the dumbest idea and build something around it or not even dumb just it doesn't have any inherent meaning the meaning flows out of what you do with it so I started by playing I think that was it it could have been in another key it does not matter because it's really nothing but a scale And I proceeded to start doing something with that, something out of nothing. Now, in my last episode, if indeed the last episode was the last episode, because I don't even know if I'm putting that one out, I talked about how everything is related to everything else, and of course you all know this, but one of the great things about art or entertainment, theater, drama, music, is the ability to draw those connections 
seemingly random that just happen. And that, again, is one of the amazing things about watching Curb Your Enthusiasm or Jerry Seinfeld, that all these seemingly trivial moments add up and come together into a drama. And believe it or not, that's that's how you make music, or at least how I approach it. Let the moments come together. It seems like magic when it works, like when all those dramatic elements add up to a story. It seems like magic, but in a sense, it's just that ethos of everything already relates to everything else. So all you're doing is bringing it together in a shorter form, in a drama. Of course, in real life, this could take a whole life to unfold, and we don't have that kind of time to watch a drama that, or listen to a piece of music that takes your entire life. Now, that would be weird. So what does music, what is drama, what do novels, what do paintings, what does stand-up comedy, a great example of all of this, do is they compress all of that seemingly meaningless stuff into a very short form. And one could argue the better you are at compressing all these things, all these bizarrely interrelated tendrils into a meaningful form, the better you are at that, the better an artist you are. That is kind of the hallmark of making art of whatever kind, drawing those connections in a compressed form.
Anyway, I was thinking as I was playing that little improvisation that that was based on the initial theme I came up with, which was this, something like that, or... I was thinking about it's uh, 8.19 in the morning on May 7th, and I didn't warm up or anything. I just simply put my setup to work. Got my uh, comforter from the 1970s, hung it over the piano to separate the sound, turned on the mics, turned on the computer, loaded up my template for IOTL, and just kind of went for it. I had Jerry Seinfeld on the mind because we watched his just-released stand-up routine on Netflix, and really superb work. I mean, he's such a pro. So I was thinking about him and all these little random things he talks about and the connections he makes. But what I was thinking about during that improvisation was all these things that I practice on a not quite daily basis, maybe five times a week I practice. The piano, scales that I've made up, which is the majority of what I do. And then the repertoire that I've written over the last 30 years that I'm practicing. Now I'm, I'm working on an album of written piano music, not improvised like this, written. All of it I wrote between 1990 and 95, and I've only recorded a tiny fraction of it. And I'm trying to get that done by the end of this year, which means probably it will be done in five years. My point is, I sometimes wonder, why am I practicing these scales that I come up with? I realized it Perhaps I knew this before, but sometimes you forget in the process of practicing and going on and on about all this nonsense, you do it daily and you forget the reason you did it, you're doing it in the first place. So it really hit me then in talking about drawing these random connections between seemingly meaningless events or meaningful events. It doesn't really matter. And I realized that the scales, down to the scales I practice, the way I practice, the sole purpose is to be able to quickly move and draw connections, musically speaking, between different seemingly random events. Now, what does this mean in terms of pure musical technique or underlying structure? That I can't get into on detail. All I could say is that I practice this art of drawing random connections between things on a purely abstract musical level, which raises the question, I suppose, what do these purely abstract, these scales, these things that I come up with, how are they possibly creating events that are connected? For instance, if I play this arpeggio. I mean, it's just a arpeggio I made up based on, never mind. How could that possibly have meaning in the real world? Well, it doesn't. That precisely the power of instrumental music, which I've talked about before, probably ad nauseum. It only has meaning in its own little world. But we associate musical events. A simple chord, a chord progression, does have meaning to us, even if we can't define what that meaning is. And so what I practice are things that can, on a dime, switch between meanings, draw connections between meanings. Does that make any sense? Even if it doesn't, perhaps you feel it, hear it on some level. 
Peter Saltzman. If you love improvisations on the ledge, please be so kind as to spread the word, give it five stars, and a great review. And to keep up to date with all of my activities, including this podcast, new albums, performances, and music education, be sure to visit my website at petersaltzman.com.